0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Heel the Ring podcast. On a little bit of a sad note, or a screaming sad note, the passing of Bray Wyatt. Um, I got Heel with me to join me this evening. Heel, hello, Heel, first and foremost. I know it's not a good time to get together, but we're here talking about Bray Wyatt. Unexpected, he passed away this evening, or the news came out to Triple H from his dad, uh, IRS Mike Rotunda. Or uh, mentioned that he suddenly passed away. WWE Universe and Triple H put out that tweet. And now, you know, at 36, extremely young for Bray Wyatt to pass away.
1: Yeah, like, extremely young. And um, for me, I got the news, actually, from uh, Luther, Samurai, as he's known Mm -hmm. for. And when usually me and him go back and forth in conversations and um i'm able to actually catch you know him looking at false information and i was hoping this was one of those moments and i had to do my own research and all that and i was like there's no way like there's no way we lost bray wyatt and unfortunately when i looked it up i saw 14 minutes ago bray wyatt um aka Windham rotunda has passed and i was like and then i said it to my playstation friends i was like guys uh bray white died and they were like what i was like yeah i don't know what from but he died
0: yeah yeah i i, I, I like you wanted to wait because i know everyone went on reaction every video immediately so i was like like you there's a lot of clickbait, a lot of false information, and you know when it's like to death, you don't you don't want to mess around and give false statement or eulogy when people are alive and healthy. So I was waiting and like you know I hope this is the one time where Twitter, wrestling wrestling Twitter is totally wrong. You know I'm like please let it be wrong. Um, I hope they're totally wrong. But then WWE and Triple H came out with that tweet there then you know wait things are serious you know this is serious this is not a a hoax a joke or a bad publicity whatever you want to say so hey it's it's just unfortunate especially him a father of four you know jojo has his you know recently had a baby a young a young daughter three daughters and a young boy for him as a father first and foremost forget about the the wrestler the performer but as a father as a son as a brother you know what is that family going through um with him so young 36 it's, it's just like it's just extremely young for him to go i know he was battling with some undisclosed illness that Kept him out of the ring, kept him wrestling in the ring. And of course, that should be kept private what he dealt with, you know, unless if the family wants to make it personal and want us to public, excuse me, that want us to know what he, you know, he doesn't, they don't owe us to let us know what he passed away from. It's just that he, fortunately, he's not with us. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to talk about his impact in the world of wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. from him in NXT, from Husky Harris when he came up at that, when the NXT the Nexus. Um, Husky Harris to reinventing himself to the eater of worlds. Um, my goodness, Bray Wyatt making his own family, his own family with the Wyatt family. I mean, let's just let's, before we before we go running through all the other stuff that he continues to do and did um, with his NXT and and when he came on burst on the scene. What were your thoughts? Because he was totally different. Like, who is this guy? Um, Mystique with the Fireflies with the Aura that he bought, um, you your
1: thoughts when you first saw Brain, yeah, yeah, uh, going down his career when I fought, first saw him at Husky Harris, I was like, wow, um, I was like, I, I don't know how this dude's gonna fit in the company, but you can tell he's got some athleticism, you know. Um, hopefully, WWE gives him something, rather, it's from his own personality or maybe one of Vince's like genius creations because obviously at the time, Vince was still in control. I was like, but we'll see what they can do with him. But even in with the Nexus, you can you can see he had uh, potential. And, um, you know, obviously uh, after the whole Nexus thing, then we got introduced to the character Ray Wyatt. And, you know, besides the Undertaker, which is why he got a lot of Undertaker comparisons, um, and Kane, you can throw Kane in there too. Yes. Uh, Arguably Papa Chango too. uh, Bottom line is there's very few dark characters like that. We've never really seen a dark character, especially in a while besides Undertaker. Because a lot of those characters I just got done naming were from, you know, the 90s and so on and so forth. And Kane, even at that time, wasn't really dark. He was part of the authority and whatnot. Bray Wyatt did come in and say, hey, a dark character can still fit in today's wrestling. And, you know, we share our opinions about his character all the time. um, They're like that. But bottom line is, is like, yeah, he was something that, that was unique. And I think um, a lot of people are right to say that sometimes, you know, when you have a unique character like that, um, sometimes the writers don't really know how to book you or write you. And I think Bray Wyatt could have been so, so much more bigger than what he was. Because, you know, Bray Wyatt, he he was just a unique character. He really was uh, for, for today's times and all that. And especially when we started getting introduced to the Fireflies and all that and Sister Abigail. And it was just a really cool character. And he and i saw an interview actually a few years ago where Bray wyatt said he he felt like that was just him which is a really cool thing um when a person gets to play a character that's really close to them or it's a character they get to have a lot of fun with and i it just and that's another reason why this hurts so more so so much more because again, no matter what you debate about his character or his in-ring ability or whatever, this character never really got to reach its prime. You know what I mean? This character never really got to... We never really got to see the Bray Wyatt character go anywhere, really, like where it was supposed to be, if you get what I'm saying. And therefore, I think, you know, Ham Rotunda, I think if you were to ask him... There was so much more left on the table. And as for Winham, uh I'll say what I think about him as a person after you give your thoughts. Because I have a deep story actually with him.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Um, with his I, I enjoyed when he came as Ray White with the, the the Fireflies. Um, he had his group, he grouped you know, with Hopper, with Roland. Then they brought in braun stroman in i i really loved it because they were all big guys um yeah, i understand the louisiana backwards um that fashion group were menacing also the catchy catchy intro music that music will come out with, with the that captivated you you were looking forward to see bray wyatt wrestled despite the fact there was there was sometimes he was on a losing streak or loss or they were getting you know he was losing to get over or they were telling but he was a storyteller in the ring regardless victories are not or not lifters potential but when it came to the wyatt family there was always a storyline with them with the promos the vignettes the backstage that's what wrestling is about creating moments and creating stories with the character not just not just going out there and doing 450 Phoenix Hammer Splash and that's it. And doing all these, you know, ring, ring ropes, ring walking. He told a story. There was a story behind the Hawaii family, why they were being menaced. I love that he kept that going. And um, and and that and he, he never got stale, to be honest with you. Yes, sometimes mm-hmm. did he did. Did Vince book him maybe with quite a too many times with some uh, repeat matches? That's for another story for another day. But his in ring ability, I mean, when he when he also being menacing, when he would walk up backwards, when he flipped upside down and he looked at you walk backwards, that was some creepy stuff. You know, that was dope to his character. He elevated and took that character. I don't know if that was his creative or that was given to him, but he took that and he took that to the second power to another level degree with the right family and, and Bray Wyatt persona that it made you want to dislike the Wyatt family so much that he got over and he became popular if it makes sense. And that's what you want to do if you're an entertainer. Can you captivate the audience one way or the other? Baby face extreme or extremely heat that you just despise this character that you want to see the worst of the worst happens to him and he did that in more in more levels than one
1: feel. Yeah, and I think people forget too Bray Wyatt is one of the founding fathers of the NXT brand. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh uh like he had a, a lot of great moments in NXT and me and my uh, friends were also talking about imagine now the only people left now here from the Wyatt family are now Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman. And I can only imagine and how Alexa, they're feeling. Alexa, yeah, Alexa Alexa Bliss. Bliss. yeah, Alexa Bliss now. Yeah, and I can only imagine and, and, how and they're feeling.
0: Imagine them that worked with him 99 on, on the road. Alexa Bliss, who's currently pregnant. You no know, women. When they're in a pregnant state, they are get a little emotional, you know, because she must be devastated along with JoJo, his wife, and not many others because, you know, a lot of other folks in the wrestling business, it's a family. They all love, you know, one another there. They must be all devastated at 36 years old. You know, you don't expect that from him on theirs um, with him. One of his greatest moments, becoming a universal champion, beating AJ Styles in that Elimination Chamber match in 2017. That was a highlight for, for him winning as we say hello to Mr. Peters, Jaco, Jacoby Peters, salute. Um, yeah, so your thoughts on that when he capture rating, that was a hell of a elimination match, elimination chamber match with AJ Styles. I, I That was one of my favorite matches with him captor, capturing the gold.
1: Yeah. Um, my favorite moment with Bray Wyatt um, probably has to be, um, I know it's not him winning but it's probably when uh, him and Daniel Bryan that feud. Oh, and that
0: was yeah, a
1: one. and it was uh, when uh, Daniel Bryan beat him, and then he took off the overalls or whatever. Then he got on the cage and started chanting "Yes, yes." That was a big part of the "Yes" moment, and Bray Wyatt got to be a part of that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, and the way he and the way he stopped—I love that cage match with Brian, You know, it was it was yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal job with that. Don't forget also when he stopped the Shield with when he had the Y family and the Shield were in. Oh her role. yeah, that those dudes with the Shield. I mean, they're go thats very underrated. That should be one of the most over most. It, that should be really, really brought up and and magnifying how one of the best fashions. You know. Talk about you know trios. These guys were doing it, man. They were going in, night on and out. I I really loved the the Wyatt family taking on the Shield. To me, that was just at that time captivating, and I can still watch that again until this day.
1: Yeah, I remember when the Shield and Wyatt family just stood face to face, the three of them, and the fans were already going nuts. They were they were chanting, "What was it? 5 forever." Or you know the holy you know mm-hmm. and then they they didn't make a move anything and they were just staring at each other and the crowd was already going nuts
0: and it, it, remember when he, it started yeah. with him sitting on that rocking chair remember he used to like mm-hmm. to sit on that rocking chair and that was just that was also aesthetically menacing just sitting him there with his fedora of course i'm wearing a fedora in honor of Gray white on the podcast here um he was just sitting there and being menacing on that rocking chair. My God. And then he had his, you know, he had Rowan and Harper on the side there. That was just unbelievable, unbelievable, aesthetic. a moment. You know, we talk about wrestling. Wrestling is about moments. And that was a hell of a moment there for him in his career. And those three gentlemen. And, of course, they bring Strowman later on and so forth. But, man, again, those promos, the eater of world, people's tr- – chanting i got the whole world in my hands that another captivating you know we talk about now how much we love the yes yeah from from la night and the Seth freaking rollins sing along but before that that was the whole world in his hands everybody was singing and they were saying that and that was just brave. i mean underrated unappreciative and man great minds in wrestling like you said he could bring a a horror storyline in character and we bring up when now we bring up when he gets to the fiend the firehouse fun fun um firehouse fun house then they get they team up with with sister abigail i believe that was alexa was sister abigail am i correct there or she was taking over that persona
1: i think she was just taking over that persona but i'm not sure she might have been sister abigail
0: yeah, that was, that was just to see that there and that maturation with Alexa um, turning to a little bit of a dark side with Bray. That was some great work. As we say, good evening to a Samurai, who's joining us here on the podcast. Hello, Samurai. Hello, how are you? Well, doing well. Um, I know we're talking here, Bray Wyatt. You broke the news, you you sent me the tweet, and I just wanted a way to make sure, not that we didn't discredit you or didn't believe you, we just wanted, we were hoping we, we were, in this case, you we were wrong, you know, we were like, oh, I hope you, you know, just got clickbaited and so forth, but you were the first one to let us know around 6.45, if I'm not mistaken, when when the news came out. Um, What was your thoughts?
2: I was, I was like, wow, I mean, because like, I didn't, you know, I i I, it came from Triple H, Triple H's uh, official Twitter, so I'm like, okay, this has to be real. But then I'm like, I, I wasn't really sure until I, you know I, I waited until I got more news, and then it turns out that yes, he he did pass away. I was devastated. I mean, I was I was I was hanging out hanging out with my friend when I found out. So I'm I'm like, you know, trying to keep my
0: emotions in check. I got you. I got you. And what what's your if you want to tell us what was one of your best or thought one was Wyatt's best moment, or even something when you remember his first burst into the scene that, that you're gonna follow this this wrestler. Was there a specific moment um, in your fandom watching Bray Wyatt in his career in WWE? Well, I
2: mean, for me it was uh the 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 uh was the, the uh sorry I'm 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 a little bit uh, intoxicated. Take, take your time. <laughs> um uh the first the uh when he was in NXT, I can't think of what it is that one that that's very white the Huh the white the white no 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 okay. Wyatt, the okay. white the white okay with uh with him and uh with him uh
0: Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Right, right. We were talking about that too. The way they came up and we were talking about that moment when they stood across the ring from Shield. Um yeah. would we 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 just talk about that, how that, that was a moment. Um right like there, the six men in the ring. And wow, because you know, other than Eric Rowan, let's let's be honest. Every one of those members on that ring are you could probably say borderline hall of famers, not wrestling hall of famers. Yeah, other than Eric Rowland, he's still got time to get in that conversation of, of getting in the Hall of Fame. Not to shut up, not to, but wow, Mr. Red Jester, salute. What's going on, pal? I haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I mean,
2: yeah, you know, also when he was in a tag team with uh Matt Hardy, that was pretty fun. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, because we the, we were gonna get broken, broken hearty there, but we didn't.
2: Yeah, the deleted, the deleted, delete, delete the the delete
0: worlds. That that was, uh, there you go. The, 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 and, and you said it perfect with stutter and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um,
2: yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to have to forgive me. I love it. Uh, you know,
0: yeah, we, 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 we got you. And man, this is crazy where. What was your thoughts? Let me ask you this question. There's a lot of mixed reaction when it comes to the fiend. I kind of liked it. The fiend, um, I like
2: the, I like the fiend as well. I mean, it was a good. It was, a, it was, it was, uh, you know, a glimpse into his creative mind. Um, you know, I mean, it, he he made he made it, you know, work, until it didn't. You know, I mean. I don't know. I I just I it, for me it was it was that and then like the uh, the cult leader Bray Wyatt and then uh, you know his thing with the when when he uh, you know had that match with with Randy at WrestleMania when Luke Harper was trying to tell him that you know he was basically you know not. For the the Wyatt
0: family, and then you know the thing with with uh, Dana and Brian, that also Imagine happened. That. that was good. That was good. That was uh, that was a very great feud there. Also, don't forget him and Cena had some good feuds.
1: Him and Cena did that have was- good,
0: you know, yeah, good match. Yeah, I,
1: I remember I Cena being surrounded by the kids, and then see, they were singing "The Whole World in His Hands."
0: That was, and there was a spooky moment there. That was, <clears> and that's what wrestling is about the pop, the crowd getting over and the moments that you create. And that 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 there with Cena being surrounded, like you said, with the creepy children around there, like a children of the corn vibe there. That was phenomenal. You know, he ahead of his time, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I well like you know we all know that it led to his release in in last year because of the creative differences or frustration, whatever the case was, but his return Back last year, and we were all for it. We were all with the with the white rabbit and extreme rules. We were all extremely, extremely excited with the Uncle Howdy, the way that they introduced him. Um, unfortunately, you know, what happened of uh, 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 the disease that eventually took his life here stopped that that creative, but man, I thought they were gonna come back with it. I said, you know what? Maybe Ray, they're gonna give him a couple weeks more. Halloween is around the corner. You bring that back again with a little mysterious, you know, mystery, a little, you know, spookiness. I thought that I thought we were gonna start getting some Bray Wyatt um, teases, but unfortunately, we we know what happened um, as of today.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I I I feel for, you know, I feel for 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 both, you know, I mean. Like, I wonder what he's going through because he was gonna like you know, finally be able to team with his brother and all that. Mm-hmm. Like now he, you know, he he, I I don't know. I don't know how, how he's gonna how how what's going on
1: going through his head right now. I mean, it's unfortunate.
0: It hey, yeah. very is.
1: Uh, and I th- and I think you could argue he was ahead of his time. You know, we we've had our conversations and debates about Bray White here, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, um, I think I think it was a case of he was ahead of his time because even though mm-hmm. WWE dealt with the uh, dealt with the Undertaker, Vince pretty much already had plans for the Undertaker. I mean, Undertaker's already told stories about how like. You know, Vince called him, he's like, hey, is this the Undertaker? And Undertaker was like, sure, you know, yeah, it's Undertaker. And that's how that started. And after Papa Chango and all of them, he, he always, like, didn't really book them well. Granted, yes. Uh, for the times, were those gimmicks as good as Bray Wyatt? I would say no. But Bray did have a good, dark gimmick that you can do a lot with. And regardless of how one interpreted interpreted the gimmick or viewed it, there's no doubt that if it was more better portrayed on screen or written, this this gimmick could have gotten a lot more over than what it should have.
0: I I could agree with you there. It should have gotten more over. <clears throat> But things happen for a good reason. That's all I'm gonna leave it as that. There, things happen for a good reason. Um, for when it comes to that with Bray, let me ask. Let me talk this here. Let me say something about Bray from what we've seen. Back whenever you see videos with fans posting, seeing him on the airports, seeing him out and about away from the square circle, and he's always autographed, smiling, hugging. Um, Embrace the fans coming up to him. I never heard anything negative or anyone has reported anything negative behind the scenes or outside of the square circle in his day-to-day life when it comes to William Rotunda. Um, he he looks like I would have loved to have met him because he looked like he was the type of guy you go and, and have a conversation and he'll give you the, the time of day for five minutes. Be very respectful, as long as you're respectful with him. Um, he looked like he will engage with the fans, not stuck up. Yeah, and appreciative, and when he started cutting those heartfelt promos of who he was and in the ring when, when it's before he had that um pitch black match, I remember those heartfelt conversation of who he is. It felt real. It felt real. It felt Bray. Um, it didn't felt like Bray Wyatt. It felt like Wyndham, and Wyndham was talking to the crowd, and it felt who he was. And Hugh, I know you wanted to say a story with, that you had with Mr. Wyndham Rotunda. Go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. Now this obviously has something to do with the Bray White character. This has to do with Windham Rotunda. Um obviously years ago to this point, about around five years ago or so, I went to a house show with my uncle Ricky. Um it, it was in Bossier City, Louisiana. And obviously i had a blast um and you know you know afterwards like any old school fan you basically line up where the wrestlers are about to exit out of their cars and whatever and you hope to get an autograph or so well i i got i bought a authentic money in the bank briefcase like the kind they hold on tv at least at the time and i wanted to get it signed and while well, I waited and waited and me and my uncle were both um yelling for autographs. And at the time I did lose a lot of weight a lot of weight, so my pants kept falling down. So I remember running to, you know, Bray's car and my pants are falling down and all that. And I was right there and Jojo was in the um passenger seat seat and I, and um I literally was like, Hey Bray, do you mind signing this? And I don't know if you guys are able to see it, but he signed right there in the corner. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 And um and he signed it and pretty much, you know, he pretty much just gave me a nod of the head and all that. And and I was like, that was so cool. And and I was and I can admit it, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I never shied from it. I'm not the biggest like, Bray fan, but that day I was starstruck when I got this autograph. And and I, and like you said, I, I also walked away with nothing bad to say. The guy was literally one of the best human beings ever, cause, cause you, you can imagine. I was that type of fan that was running to his car, and he had every. He, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I am consider myself a reasonable person. When you have this rando, random fan running to your car, you have every right to say no. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sign your stuff because I can see why that's a little bit outlandish, especially when his pants are falling down and all that. But he actually <laughs> signed my Money in the Bank briefcase. He nodded his head and all that. And that was cool. Awesome. And yeah. And I, I just I just told him thank you very much sir, you know, and all and I was really polite back. Um you know, and that was a really good time and he was obviously part of the show and all that. And I just couldn't believe I actually got his autograph that day.
0: And, and wrestlers get bad rap at times because if you come if you have to come correct to them. They're regular listen. I had i have had the privilege to meet a lot of nxt wrestlers i'm not getting i'm not it's not about here who, who i met who i spoke with but i've had long good conversations outside of the outside of the square circle in in social environments they're just regular folks that put their pants on one foot at a time they sometimes some of them do there's a few that, that don't mind talking about the history of the of the business and there's guys that there's guys and girls that want to get disconnected from the business part of of their profession, like anyone else. You know, I'm, a, I'm I've been blessed to be an electrician, and I don't want to speak about electric electrical wiring and circuits. Uh, One time out of out of work, and it's the same with the wrestlers. But if you come correctly, and they know they're in they're in entertaining business, and if you come correctly, and you just have a conversation, a simple business, sometimes they just want to know. How are you guys? Hey man, I appreciate it, man. How's your day going? Something simple with a wrestler. They they'll drop a little bit of their guard down. And it doesn't mean you bombard them to sign you your phone goes. Um, you, you just have a conversation with them. I think they'll appreciate it. And and you'll be surprised. They remember some of you. You know, there's a conversation I have with wrestlers that I've talked to outside, and then when they see you at the arena, they point at you, they remember you, and you get and that's when I get starstruck. Oh man, you remember me wow that was cool you know that's the that's the beauty and that's what uh bray with him looked like he was that type of guy you know looks like he was you know loving father for you know with, with jojo that's gonna be a tough one for her you know i know she'll have support from the tunda family you know and I hope the WWE takes care of him compensationally, their family, you know, with a pension or something. Um because they, he was they, he, they,
2: they they actually did uh they are they did they are they are in the process of changing their website around to like I guess accept donations or something of that nature. And so every everything that they can get from Bray Wyatt's merchandise, they're gonna give to uh the entire
0: rotunda family. Very good, especially the children. You know those are four children that are wait that their dad is not longer with them not able to see them grow first day of school graduations birthdays Christmases Thanksgiving you know you name it they, they, they and that's the one that feels the worst you know um and also the mother you know the senior her, her son um, you know you don't unlive your you don't supposed to outlive your children that's the main one out of all there um us as fans. We'll forget it. We'll we'll worry about the next hot thing in in a couple, but those that are intimate, those are the ones that are going to really feel the impact here going forward.
1: Not to mention the most sad part is about this. We got to know him on a more personal level and all that than arguably his kids did and all that. Not not even as an entertainer, but as a person. Because think about it. As soon as he got signed by the WWE or even decided to be a wrestler he had to be away from home and all that a lot, a lot more than probably even he liked. So pretty much his kids had to learn to live without him in a, in a weird way from the get go. Cause even though they probably lived a nice and comfortable life while he was on the road wrestling. Well now starting today, they, they can't even see him for one or two days when he's having his his off day, now he's gone for good. Now he yeah. really is just gone.
0: And they're young kids. I don't believe there's one or yeah. close to five or six to top the most around that. You know that ain't range, and i been pretty he, sure he has like he, a of- his,
2: his youngest Nash Nash
0: uh is three, I believe. Yeah, so they're young. They're young. That's a long. That's a longevity. Not having their their father um not gonna have their father around so you know that's a tough one on the mother on jojo that's a tough one you know we we again us we we just go into the next flavor of the month when when it comes to wrestlers we don't we take for granted what what the wrestlers give up to entertain us um 365 days you know a year for us to entertain us to get that moment pop or that reaction for regardless of his 15-minute match five-minute match or squash match um, they give up a lot, you know. Some some of these wrestlers, they don't have a longevity with their family. How many times Flair have said how much of the strain with his family? You know, of course, you know, you see his the sex, the sex of Charlotte, and Charlotte wants to be a, a, it looks like she wants to have family, but this business is taking that away from her, you know, and it's it's just what this business does. I know that's the nature of the beast. Um, but I just think us as fans, we need to appreciate more all the performers, regardless if you like it or not, um, if you like the company that they're in or not, I think we have to shed a light on respect on those individuals that go out there night in, night out, put their, not only their body on the line, but their family, their careers, their personal life. And we need to, like Roman Reigns says, acknowledge them, you know, with with their cheers, when they want our cheers and their respect and their space when you see them out in public. And I, you know what, I hate when when this happens, but when someone has to die or pass away, we we shed that light and we say that, but we need to act on it. And that's what my that's gonna be my final thought. Um, we be, well wrapping this. But mm-hmm. don't
1: forget about because we've been talking a lot about JoJo. Don't forget about Samantha, his first wife. That's who he had his uh, first two children with. Uh, she's gonna hurt a lot from this too because her two kids are gonna really miss their dad too,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, um, so of course, we lose a legend. A, I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this,
2: you know, even though he's he's 36 years old, they're gonna, they're gonna induct him into the Hall of Fame,
0: rightfully so,
1: yeah, uh, because you know what. Like we can go, we can go on. We can, we can even decide to make a separate video and debate all day about what the Bray White character was. You know how it was written under death, but at at the end, at the end of the day, what the Bray White character's thing is is gonna do to people is it's gonna leave a legacy behind of being one of the most biggest and most influential characters of all time in terms of being a really dark and unique character, because the one thing I feel like some people might forget about the Bray White character as time goes by was not only and yes, I'm going to say Winham, not only did Winham Tunda play this scary character that was you know, you know, with the fireflies whenever he showed that he had a a comedic side to him too. Mm -hmm. In turn... So like that's why some people say he was Joker-esque at times, you know, with the whole puppets and the thing, and you know, just move your mind and you know, a song and you know, and shaking you know his butt on screen, or whatever. So he he is gonna leave a legacy behind as far as being really influential, saying you can be a scary character maybe even funny too with that character, or whatever. But you know. You you can you can basically play both ends of the stick, or you can actually play these type of characters, but just hope you know what you're doing with it. And yeah, I, and I, and as for you know Bray White the character, no one's gonna forget his early work because yes, Deadly did forget, or at least at the very least they didn't really know what to do with the character later on. But a lot of Bray Wyatt's early work was off the charts good. Like we just got to talking about with the Shield, him debuting as like this like backwoods character, you know, with the doom, doom 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 doom. You know, no one's gonna forget how impactful Bray Wyatt was while he was here, and no one's gonna forget how 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 great Winham was at his job.
2: Yeah, I mean it's 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 like it's it, it's really unfortunate. Like, like I said, when I when I when I saw it, I was like I was kind of flabbergasted because I'm like I had to like do a double take it was like I I was at my I was hanging out with my friend and I'm like okay wait what? So I, I sent it sent sent the same thing to my other friend and he's like yeah he I told him that, that Bray white passed away. He's like how? I mean, he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he did. He's like, did he say how he died? I'm like, no. Um, and then I, I, you know, I told him like a few like about 30 minutes ago or so, uh, he had a heart attack, which was brought on by COVID or, you know, COVID-related complications, let's just say, because, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's a really, really rough situation. Like, you know, like I feel for uh, for, you know, Jojo, I feel for his entire family. Like you know, you, you—he you, was too young to for, for this to happen. Though.
0: All right, now we were saying that Hall of Fame—they're gonna induct him. Here's my case. I'm gonna make a quick case on why he belongs in the Hall of Fame, even if he would have not passed away and he never wrestled you know and he still was alive. Like you said, founding father of NXT. He literally came up. And it's like a baseball player from minor leagues to the major leagues and hall of fame. That's what Bray Wyatt did. You saw him grow up from an NXT wrestler, um, from you know, when he came in with, with as um, Husky Harris with, with, with the blonde hair, with the bow cut, then change his persona, develop his character. We mentioned it already. And he grew up and he and he kept had a longevity career in the WWE that shows hall of fame. That's what you want with a performers. That's what you know what? If you telling me that if you ask anyone in NXT right now that is currently in the performance center, and they tell you they have that kind of career that Bray Wyatt had, not to not with the characters, but the way that character got over and the different variation, the way he his accolades, I think I don't think there'll be one person that says no, thank you in that performance center. Because they know they're gonna have longevity and they're gonna make money in the WWE. And that to me belongs. That's what defines being a Hall of Famer. The moments. How many moments did Bray come made from from like we mentioned again standing there with the shield, the elimination chamber with AJ Styles, the Bray, the Daniel Bryant Steel Cage, um the WrestleMania moment with John Cena, with the kids, all of those, the eater of worlds, the Funhouse, you know, with the puppeteers and the dark his return in Extreme Rules with the right rabbit with Uncle Howdy, the way that, that door opened up, that the the music, the the everyone turning on their lights with a, with on the camera phones and making those moments. The lanterns, whenever you see one of those lanterns, those LED lanterns, you're thinking of Bray Wyatt forever. Whenever it, 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 now that her, we're in hurricane season right now, and hopefully we don't lose power, but if we have to turn one of those lanterns, guaranteed there's gonna be a lot of people walking around thinking they're Bay White holding up lanterns, simple. That's the impact. And that right there, my friends, I think more awesome. my, my case
1: is kind of similar to yours. Uh, Godfather, one of the godfathers of NXT. Yes. Uh, he helped that part of WWE get off the ground. And, and also, my last argument for him is he's literally the leader of one of the greatest factions in recent memory, and the Wyatt family, and no. and like, and we can argue about his singles career all you want, but there's no denying the Wyatt family was just a van- fantastic idea. And in front, I and from what I understand, I could be wrong about this. I think that was a Dusty Rhodes idea.
2: So what been, I'm not even sure. Maybe, but you know, I wonder how they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna do a Tim Bell salute tomorrow on SmackDown, obviously. And they're gonna do, um, they're gonna have to pay tribute to him, tribute to him somehow. Um, cause like, you know, it just happened. And, you know, that some of the wrestlers that are there were really good friends with Bray Wyatt. So, you know, they're gonna like some of them. You're gonna know, see some people do like Sister Abigail or the, the Mandel Claw, um, you know, just like his mannerisms in, there, in the ring and all that. What is it? What are you trying
0: to show me? I can't Dusty
2: can't.
0: Ray Wyatt's character is a Dusty Rolls brainchild. Yeah. One of the, that's what Cody mentioned, one of the children of Dusty, yeah, you know, yeah, and, I mean, it's, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to see Smackdown tomorrow we'll have the watch along for that to check out to see the 10 Bell salute um to see all like you said all the homage all the wrestlers working um doing like you said maybe a sister uh, guarantee there'll be a sister Abigail in there a man like you said Amanda McClar. um it's gonna be fun um it, it, it's you know to see the emotion tomorrow night on Smackdown
2: yeah yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at some of the comments, uh, and you know, they're they're all the all the things that 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 are mentioned here are the best things about about the Bray Wyatt character, especially the woken Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt ta- uh,
0: tag team. Yes, yes, he he did it singles, tagging trios. If you wanna, you know, uh, you know group there for he was a group fashion when he bought in rowan and, and they bought in uh, um braun strowman in it, it just was phenomenal work worked with in the gender with, with alexa blitz you know that went well so everything that it created through at him he made it work and that's awesome there so his best feud was with cena o'brien yeah jesus we were mentioning that earlier and that steel cake daniel bryant phenomenal move to cena with the, with the kids we are surrounding him with the Firefly Kids and creeped out the living crap out of John Cena. All those are great moments there for Bray White. Gone too soon there, um, guys. Well, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, we got a good forty-five minutes in. Um, Randy Orton, of course. That was another, you know, phenomenal battle there. Who, who doesn't have great battles with Randy Orton? But. Man, I would have liked to see Bray go with Cody, this version of Cody, but it's not. This it Things happen for a reason, unfortunately. But Bray Wyatt, gone too soon. Um, this is the Ring podcast here. I want to thank Heel for joining us and giving us those words, showing us that beautiful Money in the Bank signed by Mr. Bray Wyatt there on your Money in the Bank briefcase. Cherish that. That's a moment. Um, that's something special that only you, you know, that story you mentioned that's going to resonate to your heart there. And, of course, Samurai. I appreciate you joining us. I'm breaking the news, by the way, letting us know, unfortunately, I wish it was on some other circumstances, some other type of news. Hey. But unfortunately, yes. Can we
1: end it like a Bray Wyatt promo? Like one of his yeah. old segments?
0: Go All for right. it.
1: You know, I'm going to try to do it the best I the best way I can. It might sound cringy at first. Yeah! Or oh, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. That's the A o the Ring podcast. If you ain't down with us, we got two of should for you. Just subscribe.